This is What The Flux. I'm Justin. And I'm Sophie, and it's Thursday the 28th of July. Sophie, great to have you on the podcast today. Now, Flux fam, Sophie is the co-host of You're In Good Company. It's a finance podcast making investing accessible for anyone and everyone. Welcome, Sophie. Thank you for having me. I'm a big fan. Kylie Jenner, who's the second most followed person on Instagram, has said, make Instagram Instagram again. When Kylie complained about Snapchat's update in 2018, Snap's shares lost about $1.3 billion in value. So the big question is, will Instagram actually care about her feedback? I would say so. If she's the (laughs) second largest person on Instagram, I think they're probably going to care. Australia's inflation rate has reached 6.1% in the June quarter of 2022. It's the fastest annual increase in 21 years. We're excited to have you on the pod. Three expensive stories today. Let's do it. For our first, Maya has announced its strongest annual profit since 2017, and it's all thanks to online shopping and investors are finally loving them again. I understand that. I've been doing a lot of (laughs) online shopping recently. Okay, so Maya opened its first store in Bendigo, Victoria, way back when in 1900. Over the past 10 years, Maya has been struggling as the world has moved online. But the good news is Maya says its 2022 full-year sales will soar by double digits, and it's the best result since 2017. Now, I think a lot of this is because shoppers have kept spending after Christmas despite COVID. And investors are loving the news. Their shares surged 20 And the best news of all, Maya's online revenue is expected to rise more than 30% this financial year. So what's the key learning? Omnichannel retail is when companies have a presence across multiple channels. Think in-store, think website, think social media. Now, the real benefits of omnichannel retail is that there's improved shopping experiences because you're meeting the shopper where they are. There's also stronger brand loyalty because you appear in more and more places. So, so any examples of where we've seen omnichannel retail? before? Well, one of my favourites is definitely Mecca. There's the in-store experience, yep. but if I don't want to go in-store, I can always shop online. And now we've got Maya One's loyalty program, we've got their app, and it's clearly paying off for them. For our second story, an Aussie healthcare startup named Human has just raised $10 million in the biggest seed round ever by an all-female founded startup. Now, this is an interesting one because recently we chatted with the first Google employee Mm. in Australia all about female founded startups and it's becoming a bigger space. So talk me through this company. The startup is called Human and it aims to help doctors and patients access the best info about chronic neurological condition. There's that common experience, right? where you Google, I have a runny nose, and then all of a sudden you have a terminal illness. Clearly this is a problem for a lot of people because the human founders have secured just over $10 million in funding. They'd completed the largest seed round ever for an Australian all-female founded company. So what is the key learning here? While the number of female founded startups has come far, there is still such a long way to go. The female founder funding report contains some pretty alarming stats about female founded startups in Australia. Just 4% of VC and private investment went solely to female funded companies during 2017 to 2021. And female founded teams raised significantly less per round than male teams. We're talking an average of 63% less. Ooh, that's gonna hurt. <laughs> so thankfully, we're starting to see more female founded or female led unicorns popping up in the US. Yeah, like dating app Bumble, mm-hmm. the fitness app ClassPass. Love that one. And while we've seen female founded startups in the US start to get increased investment over the years, Australia 
is kind of a bit slower to catch up. For our third and final story, Alibaba, the e-commerce behemoth, is looking to add a primary listing in Hong Kong on top of its primary listing in the US to now attract Chinese investors. There is always a story with Alibaba, year on year. I reckon month on month. So what (laughs) is happening here? Alibaba is the giant of all e-commerce giants. It started with a digital marketplace, kind of like eBay, where you could literally buy anything. And when we say anything, we're talking mobile phones to even coffins for your pets (laughs) to even liposuction machines. They've got everything. Now, this company is big. Mm -hmm. Alibaba generated revenue of around $134 billion in the financial year ended March 22. And Alibaba is a public company. They've got a primary listing on the New York Stock Exchange and a secondary listing right now on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange. And recently, the Hong Kong Stock Exchange has changed its rules to attract high-tech Chinese companies. Which will allow companies like Alibaba to carry out dual primary listing. And it gives Alibaba the flexibility to delist from the New York Stock Exchange if the tensions between the US and China continue to rise. So, so what is the key learning here? A dual listing is when a publicly listed company is listed on more than one stock exchange. Like Alibaba. Or another name you might know, Block, aka Square, which is listed on the New York Stock Exchange and the ASX after acquiring Afterpay. And what are the main benefits of a dual listing? Some of the benefits are more investors, but also more capital. And often trading in two different time zones means the shares can be traded for longer too. In Alibaba's case, dual listing means it can reach investors in two very different financial systems. So great to have you on the pod today. You smashed it out of the park. I don't reckon Brett's coming back. Oh, (laughs) thanks for having me. I've loved it. Flux fam, if you enjoyed the pod today, make sure you scroll up, hit that five-star rating. And so where can we find you? Any podcast platform, you're in good company and you'll find Maddie and I chatting all things investing. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.